Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another interview for Technology Uncorked. Today, we have the head of digital at Kmart, Melissa Wong, joining us today. And I'm really excited because obviously through COVID-19, there's been a lot of changes in how we shop. And I'm starting to notice a lot of changes in how we shop online. And one of the amazing things that Kmart has introduced is augmented reality shopping, as well as applying some artificial intelligence in their online chat feature. And I cannot wait to have you hear exactly what Melissa has to say about this, because it does make you think about how we do shop today and whether we'll actually will go back to normal. And I'm glad that companies like Kmart are innovating on this front, as other companies are as well. But this could be the new competitive advantage that companies or retailers need to have when meeting customer needs. So without further ado, please enjoy this interview with Melissa Wong, the head of digital at Kmart. Show, but uh, look for our listeners. Uh, tell us what does the head of digital do, especially when we're talking about a retail giant like Kmart. Thanks, Jeff. I think when we sort of look at navigating the current waters of the environment, which is quite interesting right now, I think for me the opportunity to lead the digital efforts at Kmart is actually presenting some incredible opportunities for us. Um, my role right now is looking to build a foundation and pathway around our digital strategic um, roadmap in a way and innovation across both our marketing and e-commerce business units. And really what we're trying to do is bring together a very seamless, cohesive experience for both in-store and online. But for me, simply, it's about building and deepening the relationship um, with our customers and to be able to connect with them digitally. Um, One of the things I really quite love about, you know, this opportunity is we're collaborating to problem solve for our customers and for the business on a daily basis. And as the head of digital, um, I'm always curious around this part as to where you get inspiration from, because, you know, a huge retail giant, um, plenty of competitors, um, plenty of other industries which do similar type things. Where, where do you where do you look for inspiration and in what you need to do in your role? That's actually quite a good question because, you know, I sort of see myself as a bit of an international citizen. So inspiration probably mm-hmm. comes across in all forms and experiences. Um, I've been actually quite fortunate in a, in a career where, um, you know, I've been able to, to work across the Asia-Pacific region uh, as well as in North America and really being able to connect with customers, with businesses um, and, and all walks of conversations. And I sort of reflect back. One of the things that I really loved is just the conversations, like you and I having. I'm having, you know, the conversations up in Asia, um, you know, or in the US. And I think one of the stories that reflect me back is probably just solving um, business problems with technology. I remember I was in uh, early on my career geeking out with one of the engineers actually, and um, we were talking about software and the role of software and what it does and. I think when I think about that conversation, it was about solving not just a problem for our customer at that time, which was trying to use data um, and using, you know, statistics to determine when um, and what location to open a new store. But it was actually just bringing to light, wow, you know, a conversation with an engineer brings a spark and joy. And then the conversation with a customer and hearing about their problems, again, sparks a lot of thinking. And so for me, I think I've been very, very fortunate looking at all these different touch points that sort of allows me to 
formulate um, a different point of view, but also, you know, collaborating with so many amazing people to achieve great outcomes. I love that. And, you know, we, we have really come together today because, uh, you know, I've been informed about this amazing new initiative that you've got where you can effectively use augmented reality to experience Kmart products. Um, you know, tell me a little bit about that, especially for listeners who have not experienced this yet. Yeah, the journey for this was actually quite interesting because we sort of think about, you know, augmented reality and then thinking about artificial intelligence. It was sort of just by chance when we were, you know, brainstorming about what we could do to really delight and help our customers. Um, and so Kbot itself is a mobile web um, AR and AI experience. So whether a customer is on the iPhone or iPad, Android device, what we're trying to do is really make it easy for them to experience our products in their own environment. And so when they're in the environment, they can sort of, you know, take a vase or they can take a chair or a lamp and really see it in their home or the environment to go, okay, does it fit in? You know, does the colour really match? And it's all these things that make such a big difference. And I think the exciting thing for us was this technology has been around, like certainly AR, you know, for a good couple of years. And so, you know, what we're doing is not new. The objective is not to be cutting edge. But what we're wanting to do is to really test, you know, our customers, you know, is this something that's going to really help them Is it to make a decision around a product? Um, is it going to give them some fun? Because I think that big fun element is quite key. And um, I hope that, you know, when you were playing with it, you had as much fun when I was sort of testing it is like and all of us did was, you know, we're dropping a chair. It's, it's because you what we're trying to get is that excitement and the buzz and bringing that joy. So that's sort of how you know, we sort of brought together those elements. And I think the other the other component is the, is the chatting a bit, which is the artificial intelligence AI component, is how can we be helpful? We sort of reflect back on, you know, we're giving a customer's incredible experience, but how can we help them be more productive with their time or productive with this experience? And this is why the use of AI was quite important as part of, um, you know, bring it together. And, and I'll, I'll touch on the AI part in, in a second as well. But when I think about the the overall idea here of um, of what you've added effectively, that you can add it to the catalog or the online um, catalog that exists in the store, mm -hmm. did this idea exist before COVID or has it really been brought on because of the pandemic? Or was it even just a low priority, which became a much higher priority <laughs> as people start to steer clear of, of actual physical stores sometimes? I think for us as a team, we were sort of already brainstorming, um, you know, how can we really change the ways that we, we're engaging customers? And I think it was probably accelerated by COVID in a way, but I think equally the idea of the helping but having fun was sort of where we brought that together. Um, you know, it was such a furious time and pace for us to, to think. And I think equally for us, we had to, realize and think deeply you know is this something's going to be relevant for our customers so it was actually very very timely that we were launching our august um, uh, living collection of which this you know supported uh, the program and also for us to uh, to test out this innovation i love that and i mean there's almost no better time but uh, it is amazing that it is finally here and the the one thing i'd love to know from you is you know how do you see the whole um, augmented reality experience evolving. I mean, from just my experience in using it, 
I loved putting down individual items, but it would have been great to put down multiple items where I can almost build out an entire living room of, of Kmart furniture and just have everything <laughs> virtually placed and make it feel like I live in a fully furnished home. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, that would be nice. And that's certainly probably uh, something we, we're all thinking about. What's the next next? Um, I, I think when we think reflect back on AR, yes, we, we do see it evolving and the amount of um, positive um, feedback we've received from customers has been phenomenal. And so I think certainly it's a pathway for us to grow. Um, as shared, this is sort of an, our initial test and learn. Um, and so it was really important for us to take a very considered approach to it. Um, and, you know, with everyday Australians, you know, engaging through this uh, experience for us was quite key. What next? I think, we, you know, we've got lots of different, you know, ideas popping up along the way. And, you know, you'll be the first to know, Jeff, when uh, it comes to fruition. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, and obviously the AI component is is something that, that I noticed. And mm. the first thing I noticed was, first of all, how fast it is. And immediately mm. you start to realise that for a chat window, there's no way there is actually a human responding to me that fast. Mm. <laughs> um, how, does, how does your chatbot work? Yeah, so the, the chatbot is actually powered um, by one of our partners, Oracle, um, and their and their capability behind it. And so I think for us, one of the things we looked at was how can we offer a very quick way um, of showing and sharing information for our to our customers around our products. And I think when you were playing with the experience, you know, we want to make sure the really important things they want to know is, you know, if I viewed a table or in this case the you know let's say the lamp we really want to be able to help and give customers um, the information around dimensions and the material and the color uh, but then equally we wanted to give them in real time product recommendations that would complement the fit and I think that was itself was the other element that was quite important around this AI experience is our ability to um, fast track the way that our customers engage, but also to be able, be able to be helpful with the way that we're providing the information. Um, the other element that was quite key to this, which was um, a pivotal in, in, I guess, the way that we've um, selected our partner, was also that, you know, it allows our customers to sign up to say, hey, look, you know, I really want to learn a little bit more around, you know, the newest Kmart offerings or signing up for new announcements. And so it really allowed us to have an integrated platform to not only offer information recommendations, but also then a way for customers to um, sign up um, if they want to learn a little bit more. And I think the nice wrapper to it is, you know, as we sort of go through the logic and thinking um, to help our customers, we then offer them a choice. We say, look, you know, if you want to learn more around the product, here it is. But if you want to mm. find it in your local store, then here is, you know, directing them back to our site on store locator. But equally, if they want to shop online, then we also offer that um, direction and guidance as well. Excellent. And obviously, you mentioned as well that, uh, you know, this, at the moment, this is being experienced through through the web, whether it's on <laughs> almost any device, uh, it does work. Is there is there plans to move this towards an app which integrates the whole shopping experience as well? Yeah, that's probably something later on, you know, all of us are considering it. However, I think at this point in time, one of the things we've been mindful of is, you know, everyday Australians, you know, they've all got mobile devices. And then when you think about the app component, whilst it, you know, has so much more reach and opportunity, um, at the moment it is a test and um, pilot. And so we really wanted to, I guess, build some momentum and get some customer feedback is, 
is this the way that they like to engage with us as a brand? And we always reflect on that is how are we helping our customers? How are we inspiring them? And equally, how our customers are being inspired by, you know, what we're bringing to the table as well. And it is, it is probably that that must be the smartest way to approach it, not just from a cost point of view, but actually, you know, learning from the customer. And uh, when I was using the using the, 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 I'm calling it the app when I was using, when I was using the app, um, you know, placing a vase, for example, was, was, it was incredible. And even being able to turn it and, you know, walk around the actual product, it made me wonder how difficult is it or how easy is it to virtualize a physical product where you effectively need to do a 3d scan of, of it and extremely high resolution, because even the, the the fabric on the on the sofa, for example, was was so vivid. I could really get close yeah. and actually see it clearly. <laughs> yeah, it's actually quite an interesting story we we, we had with that because at that time, um, as I shared, without with all our partners, we're all brainstorming and, and our team, our Kmart team, we were sort of thinking, okay, you know, what's the best resolution with cake? And I think the first and foremost that was important for all of us was what is the best experience that we can deliver through mobile and that was probably the most pivotal and through that you know for each of our customers you know what is that experience that's uniquely to them um and then that then is underpin the technology and so i'll sort of go a little bit a bit more geeky here if you don't mind is that you know we're actually developed natively so once you come into the mobile web whether you're on your android device or your ios device or ipad os it's all developed natively so what that means is that if i'm on my iphone and i'm using this experience i know that i go into ar kit and from there i am engaging through the interface and of the product in itself and so as a really good example when i was playing around and where the team was playing around we go okay let's drop a vase in we then want to take a photo want to share it we're really tapping into the native user experience of the operating system and that for us was a pretty key determinant. Um, and the reason is that all of us, you know, are very passionate about our smartphones and the way that we use them. And so we really want to try and tap into, you know, that sort of behavioural element of using it, but also surprising our customers to make it quite easy for them uh, to engage in that experience. Um, and then when you're sort of reflecting back, okay, the next level, well, how do we make it so high res? Then this is probably where, um, you know, our partner, you know, Valis and their work has been incredible because it's just not only taking the highest res um, and scan of it, but, you know, being able to model it, being able to ensure that um, when a pillow is placed on the sofa, it's in a right angle position. You know, one of the, the great things about it is also then looking, ensuring, you know, tapping into the native AR component for both the um, operating systems, the use of the natural light, you know, in the case of... Um, our iOS experience is, you know, using animation, how we actually opening and closing the doors, us zooming in to the product to look at the colours. It's like as if you can feel it. And I think that was probably the biggest thing for us is as a customer and thinking how can we help our customers, how can we excite them, is the fact that they it feels like they're actually opening it up <laughs> or opening the drawer and then they can sort of see inside, take a peek, and then they go, oh, you know what, I really love this. I can see you know this product um furniture you know in our home and um and that will then you know excite them even more to go wow you know it's certainly something that i can see as part of it you know fitting very complementary to to my home yeah and, and that's really interesting even the way you the way you talk about that too in that 
you know, the, the goal here is that you are experiencing it in a way that, that feels like it's physically there. And, and it's and it's amazing to hear that from you because it really speaks to the fact that you are pushing for quality in, in this experience, which, you know, ties back to the brand in that that's what your overall experience is trying to be, that whether, whether you're in the store, whether you're at home, that the experience can be as close to as close to the same as possible, which I which I love. And on that, um, when we think about augmented reality, uh, the other term that always gets to get thrown in the air is virtual reality. Mm-hmm. And and I have to ask whether VR was ever a consideration in in how you would take this type of experience and bring it home. Um, did did Kmart ever have thoughts around VR? Yeah, I think when those. Yes and no. I guess if you look at right now, um, AR was probably the first thought. And the reason is it's about placing products within your home environment. And I think for us, you know, when we think about our brand promise, making everyday living brighter, it's then also about making our products accessible for our customers to see in their own environment. Our customers are very inspired by the selection of range that we have. And when it's in an AR environment, it actually allows them to see the product in their own home and uh, and then they can then see and feel and engage. And I think this is probably why when we sort of went through the qualification process, it was more naturally geared towards AR. Um, you know, when we think about virtual, it's an interesting conversation because, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, cutting edge in terms of how it should be approached and what you do in terms of VR. Um, but, you know, it's certainly a path we'll be exploring in terms of, you know, seeing, but it's also then looking at how relevant is it for our customers because ultimately it's going to be the voice of our customers and what um, what gets them excited is one. But equally, it's also about adapting to their current needs and what they do. I think I'm not sure whether you're aware, but, if you you know, there's probably, I think, 80, you know, a lot of Australians have shopped at Kmart. And so mm. when we sort of think about the everyday Australian, we also want in a position to give them an experience that everyone can touch and feel. And sometimes when you're on the cutting edge of technology, it feels sometimes it's a little bit far for them. And and there will be, you know, some customers that might stretch a little bit beyond technically. And so what we are doing is trying to take little baby steps um, to see, to test and learn and get customer feedback and and really along the way, um, see the vibrance and the excitement from our customers. And for us, that's that's the most number one. When we see that, um, I think some of the comments we got was like game changer and heaven and, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. Um, th- that's That sparks joy for us and because yeah. we know that we're on the right path to, you know, making their lives every day brighter. I love that. And, and when we think about... 2021 um it's actually closer than we even even think I, I don't think 2020 even happened it's gone that quickly um, how do you see the customer experience further evolving obviously we've got this virtual and physical world that we're playing with already uh, what else can you foresee coming in in the near future yeah the experience itself i think will be probably more closer and closer i see that you know we always talk about the seamless in store and and online and for us, I think that it, that the blend of the omnichannel will, will continue to increase. And for us, we'll continue to experiment. Um, I think one of the, the things that's really exciting about us right now is we know that our customers' appetite to try new things um, is there. And so that's the pathway that we'll continue to, to learn to innovate and we'll test, uh, get feedback and continuously uh, improve on those experiences for our customers. 
And I actually, I actually agree because I think that this whole pandemic that we're going through has actually allowed people to really consider trying new things. And whether it's, you know, in a workplace when you want to encourage people to um, turn their webcams on for a video meeting, that used to be so difficult for people to do before COVID. But now that everyone's working from home, everyone's happy to, to all of a sudden be remote working and things like that. So I think a lot has actually been opened up and opportunities have really changed a lot through through this pandemic. So it is going to be interesting to watch this this space evolve particularly. And and it makes me wonder whether whether Kmart sees, you know, this type of activity, you know, as as a competitive advantage in the same way that, you know, when you looked at retail presence and things like that, how that was always an advantage mm-hmm. if you had, you know, that prime real estate. Is is digital going to move in the same way you think? Yeah, I think digital is here to stay. I think, you know, everyone's reflective of the situation. I think for us as a brand, we've always been passionate about bringing joy and magic for our customers and we really only look towards that and and ourselves. And I think that's really where we look at is continue. How do we better, you know, do what we've done before and continue to, to get our customers excited? I think the other element around digital is probably where our partners uh, play such a big role um, and I sort of reflect back on, you know, it's a bit of like the fast and furious of how we um, got this project off the ground, you know, like, you know, we're all brainstorming virtually. You talked about turning on the cameras, all of us are in our own home environment and, you know, it was like a two-week pace of, wow, how do we get this, you know, magic to happen for our customers? And, and that is going to be the norm going forward um, for mm. some time as we know it. And so I think it's about how do we embrace technology, how we have those conversations, how do we think about, you know, what's the next thing that will get our customers excited but equally um, give them a little bit of joy along the way because um, and touch them across each, each of their um, lives and what they're doing, um, whether it be, you know, their, their teenage <laughs> kids or whether it be themselves. I love this. Look, honestly, I think it's going to be a bit of a watch this space because uh, I know there'd probably be a lot of projects that you've got in the works that that you can't talk about yet. And I know that, uh, you know, I fully expect to be delighted the next time I hear about them as well. And so, so Melissa, if if people do want to experience this themselves, we've certainly been talking about it. uh, What's the best way that they can go and experience these products in augmented reality? Thanks, Jeff. They can actually head to our site, uh, kmart.com.au, where they'll be able to experience it uh, themselves awesome awesome now melissa the rest of the questions are really just about you uh, not so much about mm-hmm. kmart anymore it's really just to try and learn about you know what your tech life in particular and you know the first one is uh, what's your favorite app to keep you organized oh favorite app organized there's so many apps i use probably evernote is probably one that stuck with me for uh, a while i remember back in 2011 <laughs> yeah. um, it's the one that helps me organize uh a bit of work and home and mainly it is probably personal so many things are going on that it's just you can sort of make a bit of a note and, and drop it in um i think you know the categories and stuff is certainly really helpful it has come a long way though um so that's probably one of more my go-to ones to keep me and my family I like organized <laughs> i like that and what about uh, social media what's your favorite social media app well, it really depends. I mean, being in the digital space, I actually play a lot with lots of different apps. So it's probably wouldn't be one that I would say, okay, that's sort of the go-to. But certainly if there are new ones, I certainly have a play around. You know, there's always the standard, the Facebook, Instagram as well too and LinkedIn. Um, so it really just depends on the purpose. But I do like to um, explore a bit. And so that's I think that's the thing is 
I really do enjoy um, the element of some of the new apps coming in and having a play and see um, whether, you know, what gets customers excited playing on them. Interesting, interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're referring to things like TikTok. Oh, I was actually referring to Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat, <laughs> and, of course. Uh, the, yes, yeah, the other cool and, kids um, app that I'm not on. Yeah, well, yeah, Snapchat <laughs> and I think also Pinterest. Um, yeah. Because when you, you think about these other platforms, um, you're looking, well, how's it involving? How how our customers really um, enjoying them? And when I say enjoy, it's, you know, getting inspiration, but also for them mm. to be creative. And they're the things that I really quite love around, you know, as we explore these different platforms. It's about how are customers bringing to life um, of each of the brands and products that they're playing with, but also how are they showcasing Kmart um, and our products? And we've seen that through our community, um, you know, in both Facebook and Instagram. It's, it's just phenomenal. We've got some big avid fans, which is really wonderful. Um, and, you know, they take a lot of um everyday inspiration they share it out and, and we love enjoying it we, we absolutely thoroughly enjoy seeing some of the creativity and the uh, energy and buzz that they bring to our products it's a good, it's, I don't mean to, to completely sidetrack the questions here but <laughs> I mean I know that even just looking on looking on Facebook um if you see the the, the, the size of the Kmart mums groups and stuff like that hundreds of thousands of members and it's private I couldn't get in because I'm not a mum, but it was just amazing <laughs> to see how big the communities are, uh, which form around the brand. It is, it is incredible. Yeah, look, I think it absolutely is, and and I think it's the passion for the customers. You know, there's mums, there's dads, there's hacks, and I think you know, as a brand, we've always been very respectful of those communities, and you know, we we watch and we listen, and uh, you know, we hear the perspectives of the customers, and it's very important. Um, I think we feel very, very special and um, for us, we're very thankful and blessed that our customers love the products and they're willing to share, you know, what are they doing to, to energise and innovate themselves within their, in their home or their office. Exactly. Okay, back on track. My apologies. <laughs> now, 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 Melissa, when you do have uh, five minutes to spare between meetings, uh, what's the first thing that you do on your phone? Oh, I don't. <laughs> I actually, uh, I, I, I actually firstly look is what's the weather like? If it's a really nice day, I'm probably outside. Well, at the moment, it, it's going into my garden. So yeah. I pop outside, get some vitamin D, you know, I glass, get a cup of tea or whatever it might be, and I head out and soak up a little bit of sun, you know, as all of us were in front of screens, you know, for most of the day and morning. And so it's just taking a bit of a break, but also, you know, taking a bit of a breather, you know, mm. to enjoy the sunshine um, and then, you know, get back to all the emails and everything else that comes along the way. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> and, and look, do you wear a, uh, a smartwatch or a traditional timepiece? Oh, I thought you would know me that I would uh, <laughs> be taking a smartwatch. <laughs> um, yes, I, I do. I do love my smartwatch. I mean, I used to be a more traditional piece until um, – my Apple Watch came along and um, and the colourful bands. I've got like 35 mm. uh, bands that uh, depending on the mood, I'll switch up and colour and, um, you know, the sports, the, the bit more sort of conservative. <laughs> I like that. Uh, a, bit, a one for every mood. Um, it's a little bit of uh, my own little bit of luxury, put it that way. <laughs> no, no it's, it's, and, it's, and it's fun. It, it, is, it is fun to change your watch bands. I, it's something I do I do as well. I don't have 30, but that's... 
that uh, oh, that's all, all separate oh, that's good. <laughs> do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite color that you uh, or particular band that you like? I'm always I'm always going back to the to the brown leather for me. It's, uh, um, mm. Yeah, it's just very very traditional, very simple, and it's neat. But then I'll, but then I'll change it for the gym um, because I don't want to yeah. ruin the leather and stuff like that. So totally. Now, <laughs> Now, now, did you used to use once upon a time when we used to fly in airplanes? Were you an in-flight entertainment system person, or would you bring your own device? Oh, both actually. <laughs> I think reflecting back on, oh, when we're on a plane, um, you know, a lot of the plane flights I was on is actually quite long, and so yeah. um, it is both. And I really take the time to. Uh, I bring my iPad and I have my phone. Uh, iPhone, but really it's to jot ideas. Uh, it's really thinking time. I do catch up on movies, which is, you know, what I use the in-flight system for, which is really good. Um, but equally, it's just some downtime, you know, it's jotting ideas, you know, things that I'm thinking about, you know, you're sort of um, looking at, you know, what what are the things that's on your mind for future? What are the things, your trends that you're seeing that excites you? Um, and so, yeah, there's a little bit more of that brainstorming, planning, strategizing time. Um, so that's what I, I love, actually. That was probably one of the things I loved about being on the plane is uh, not being accessible, so no Wi-Fi. I mean, obviously there were planes that had Wi-Fi, but I would never, you know, try not to, to connect to all that because um, it's sort of your own time, thinking time. Um, and, and you, you really, you know, because I used to travel quite a lot um, in my previous roles, it was a, a really good opportunity to actually think um, and really help plan and um, it also sounds silly but relax a little bit right because yeah. you know you don't have all the communications you sort of have a bit of peace um, you also have time to just you know even meditate you know so there's a lot of uh, goodness for that as well I, I really miss it I really miss those long-haul flights where <laughs> I can just be disconnected from the world and have a glass of wine and catch up on a movie that I've been told about a hundred times but never had the time to watch it and yeah, I miss all those things. I'm sure it's coming yeah. back at some point. We'll it, get there. It's, at some point, at some point. Like I said, I don't I mind the, the the 10, 11 hours is probably a nice one, but I think once it hits into like, you know, the 15-hour mark, <laughs> it gets a little bit too much. True, <laughs> um, true. But I, I hear you totally. <laughs> and, and look, it brings me to my next question around disconnecting. Um, you know, what, what do you love to do to, to disconnect away from technology? I think there's a couple of things I do. I mean, as I shared earlier, I um, have a family. I've got two kids. Um, and so I like spending time, you know, just you know, catching up with my husband. But um, just in terms of my kids, my daughter is a big fan of uh, drawing and manga. And um, so we'd spend time chatting about, you know, what things she's working on. And, um, you know, she's got her own, you know, Instagram handle. So she always goes, oh, you know, what things should I post based on her all her manga drawing? And then, you know, for my son, who's six, you know, it's all about his cars. So, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time and what we're playing with right now is this Hot Wheels Sky Crash Tower set. And so that's the oh, thing cool. he gets excited about and we uh, go and smash around with those cars. <laughs> and so that, that sort of, that sort of is, is a massive disconnect because, you know, whether it be, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, it's certainly been really present with the kids. Um, yeah. And then, you know, for me, my time, it's it's reading. It's I, I love reading and, and playing, I guess, with wouldn't say, yeah, playing with technology a little bit. You know, I sort of look at, okay, what's new? That's one. But then certainly reading um, all, all walks of, of things, you know, whether it be on Medium, whether it be on, you know, the news, whether it be, 
you know, on different sites. Um, I do consume a lot of different topics. And again, that just brings another energy level <laughs> to, to the thinking. Um, and again, disconnecting overall. I love it. I love it. And honestly, the, the last question from me, I promise this is the last one. Um, the, the, the show is called Technology Uncorked. And usually it's a show that you can listen to over a glass of wine. I'm usually having a glass of wine during the show. But uh, if, if you and I were actually face to face having a conversation, uh, what would be your go to drink today? Oh, I'm feeling it really right now. It's probably a just drop of champers or a good yeah. glass of red, <laughs> like a nice. Do you have any, do you have any particular any favourites at all? Oh well, I think if I had to go champagne, a good daily drink is probably like the Renard. It's quite nice, or a Delamonte Blanc de Blanc. I you know can't go past those, um, and that's for like a day drink. I think in terms of a Shiraz, any Australian Shiraz is great. I find that sort of peppery taste. Um, yeah. My husband doesn't drink, so you know I don't drink a lot. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, I look forward to when we can catch up face to face to actually have a clink on the glass and uh, enjoy a drop or two. I'd absolutely love that. And and just a tip, actually, because I noticed that when when my wife was pregnant and I had this whole drama of you know having to get through a whole bottle of wine, which mm-hmm. is impossible. Those little in-flight bottles, you can now buy through the Qantas, um, Qantas website as well. Oh, so if you want like a, a little single glass bottle, they're available for a few bucks. It's very handy. Oh, good. I'll have to definitely check that out. <laughs> Thanks for the tip on that, Jess. No worries. Melissa, thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, you've been an absolute pleasure. Oh, it's a delight. Thanks again, Jess.